This is Gatekeeping, the show where we review plastic versus paper stickers. Is plastic the future or is paper the classic? Oh, what's up, dude? So what are we talking about today, Caleb? We're talking about Avengers Endgame. Been waiting for this movie for a long time. How how long? A long time. Do you do you recall the first Avengers movie? I do. Do we, you recall the experience? I Yeah, I very much do. I think it's really special that we saw the last one together. I think so, too. For the first Avengers, we hung out for the first time back in high school. Yeah, that was so much fun. It was like, how many people was there? A lot? Uh, there's Yeah, there's a handful of people. That was exciting. I felt very validated as a high schooler being invited to watch the Avengers with you, actually. I think I love that these movies come out every year around my birthday. Yeah, it was for your birth. It was a birthday celebration. So before we get into it, because everyone, I'm, su- I'm sure all the listeners are dying to know our very unique, wonderful opinions on this film. So let's, like, why don't we just go into like some superhero talk? Let's nerd out. I think this would be a great time to just nerd out. Yeah, Second I agree. Last episode, let's, <clears throat> let's talk about some stuff that we love the most. So who's your favorite superhero? Favorite superhero? Not DC, though. Right. Because I know that answer too easily. Either in the universe, like in the comics, or in the, the question, movies. I, no, because <laughs> I have different answers. Oh, okay. Oh, that's true. That's true. Do overall, and then in the movies. Okay, but which movies, too? Because, <sighs> okay. Cause Marvel there's... Cinematic Universe, they're the only superhero movies that matter right now. Uh, mm, I, well, maybe right now. The thing is, I'm I have different right answers I live in for the now. questions. Who do you, who's your favorite superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Star-Lord. Cool. Thanks. What about yours? Now me. <laughs> uh, my favorite is Iron Man. Uh, what now? What? What is even that? Iron Man is the most fleshed out, flawed character in the MCU. You know, I actually like Star Lord a lot. I just didn't say it because you said it. We can both like Star Lord. It's okay. <sighs> Caleb, 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 Caleb. Sweet. All right, fine. You naive wanna, you, little Caleb. You can like. We can't. We're. We can't. Okay. Fine. Do you want? Grow up. We can't like the same superhero. So actually, my favorite MCU character is Captain America. Captain America just owns it. So we're going to talk with spoilers. This whole correct? episode is a spoiler. Okay. If you haven't seen it by the time this episode airs, then what are you doing? This is your spoiler warning. You've been warned. Spoilers start right now. Yeah. So I got kind of emotional when Star-Lord was singing to come and get your love yeah and i was just like oh man it's been a long time yeah. like 2014 was a long time ago <laughs> it was like almost um uh, f- uh five years ago that's like 365 times five i can't do that math i'm not gonna try i don't know it felt cool re- being able to revisit all those moments i'm glad that all the characters really got to shine specifically the main six but not black widow black R- widow's character really uh took a dive you know who was my favorite character in this movie? Who? Fat Thor. I like Fat Thor. We don't. Fat... Why do we get cold brew then? Why do we get cold brew if we can't drink the cold brew? I like Fat Thor a lot. I like Lebowski Thor. Yeah. They totally wanted to do that the whole time. Oh, yeah. I love how he was still fat in the Thor costume. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who doesn't like Fat Thor is actually fat. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> what? what do you, n- people don't like Fat Thor? No one. Dude, a lot of people think it's like an F you to his character. Really? I think it's very much in line with his character. Yeah, totally. Are you kidding? I like that Rene Russo got some time because they kind of screwed her character over. 
Is that really Natalie Portman in that movie? Yeah, it is. Oh my god! Imagine getting paid like a couple hundred thousand dollars to just get up from a bed. What was the deal with her? Not what was wasn't there some drama back in the in like the first Thor movies? Well, they so they the way they handled actors and creators at the time was really really crap, mm-hmm. as evidenced by Edgar Wright leaving and them not really and promoting. Edward Norton. Yeah, they just they didn't like that. So around Phase Three, Ike Perlmutter. I think he was the CEO of Marvel, got booted. Oh. So you'll notice that the Rotten Tomato scores, or the average at least, is the highest in Phase 3 because Kevin Feige has direct control over all this. What's What are some of the Phase 3 films? Phase 3 starts with Iron Man. No, it doesn't. It starts with Civil War. Oh, whoa. Yeah, so. Wow. So. That's pretty late in the game. Yeah. But you can tell even Ant-Man is kind of generic. Yeah, you're right. I like Ant-Man a lot in this movie, too. I, lo- I love that character. I think he's great. Me, too. They are so good at writing characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's No, it's the most beautiful character study of both Tony Stark and... Captain America. Yeah. And or, Thor. Yeah, the three of them, yeah. Because Thor's gone through so much tragedy that I think, of course, he's going to blame himself for all this. And he, when he doesn't get that catharsis from beheading Thanos, Thanos, excuse me, I think it's really fitting that he gets fat and plays Fortnite and drinks beer. Wait, before we go into what we do like, why don't mm. we just get the negativity out of the way? Okay. I don't think they were ready for how OP Captain Marvel was going to be. Overpowered. They were. What are you talking about? I don't know. I didn't like that the Thanos we got in this movie didn't have that history with Tony Stark or any of them. Like, he didn't know. He hadn't built that up. You know what I mean? Like, he had his journey yeah. in Infinity War and it didn't carry on into Endgame. The Thanos that we saw in the final battle right. didn't know all of them. He didn't have that those stakes. Because he knew Tony Stark on a first-name basis. Like, they had had battle before. If they fought a second time, that would have been like, oh, man, it's go time. Like, it's rematch time, you know? Mm-hmm. There would have been that level of stakes added. I get that. But I feel like he still understood well enough that they were a real threat. Yeah. Knowing that they had gone back in time to stop what he was going after. Yeah, th- that's true. That's very true. I also, I don't know why they got rid of Black Widow so early. Like, it's weird that they chose her and Clint to go to get the, the Soul Stone. I love I love what they did with Hawkeye. And I love that the movie opens with Hawkeye and his family. Dude, Hawkeye is like a, a brutal murder. There's a lot of gore in this film. Yeah. Surprisingly gory. Yeah, no, when <laughs> when Thor chops off Thanos' head, that was, I haven't been that surprised in a, in a, during a movie in a while. That was great. Yeah. That really came out of nowhere. I even turned to you and was like, Whoa. what? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that was that was dope. <laughs> I love how Endgame sent off Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. Why don't you say this one? So the main conflict between them, which was established in Civil War, was that Tony wanted to change and Steve didn't, correct? Yeah. Tony wanted change. Tony wanted change out of fear of himself and what was coming. But also for selfish reasons. Yeah. Because he felt guilty for all those civilian casualties. And Steve didn't want to change because of his loyalty to the past. That being Bucky and Peggy. Tony's fatal flaw has to do with his fear of what was coming. This Thanos obsession had consumed him. So much so that he couldn't turn away from that time travel plan. You know what I mean? Right. So it was only fitting that it was him that... Oh took care of it he he saved everyone that was his goal the whole time oh he saw he saw all this back in 2012 yeah during the battle he's of New seen York. it all yeah. he's seen space he's seen what can happen but he saw the outcome where he's the sole survivor right yeah 
Okay. And that's, that's what the last he saw. thing he wants. Yeah. He wants to save everyone. Right. And then Steve's fatal flaw, I feel like, is his inability to grasp the fact that he's alone in in the future. Like, he doesn't have anyone. He never got to live a normal life. And it's made him kind of reckless. And uh, he always has this devotion towards what could have been. So when he finally got to be with Peggy. Yeah. And he got to pass on being Captain America. Like, he really just got that full closure. And that was really beautiful to see. That ending, man. Dude, I have not cried that hard in a movie ever. Tony got to save everybody. Tony got to have a daughter. He got to marry Pepper. He got to save Spider-Man. Yeah. (sighs) That was so beautiful. I also cried like a baby when Peter saw Peter Quill saw Gamora. Yeah. Because I have a really strong attachment to those two. So right. it's just like. <sighs> I don't know if you missed this or not, but uh, at the end, when they're back on the ship, Peter Quill is looking at a picture of Gamora. Yeah, he's trying to look find for her. her. Yeah. Yeah. She's still, think, she's around. Do you think that's really? Yeah. The, I think Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be about the search for Gamora and like falling oh. in love with someone who really has no like stakes with you because the first one is about dealing with the loss of your mother second one is about dealing with the loss of your father the third one i think is going to be about dealing with the loss of your lover dude so oh that's so smart thanks dude i'm stoked and then fat thor is going to be with them i hope that's not the case because well, james gunn doesn't have a t- attachment to thor you don't think thor is going to be involved at all he'll be involved but i don't think he's going to be central to the story so rocket has a partner that he was in love with too what yeah um who there's this like little like meerkat or something. What? <laughs> yeah, in the comics. This, oh, in the comics. Okay. Yeah, but um. Dude, so, that sounds su- like such a good premise for that movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Man. Because they've all lost the person that they loved. Yeah. G- Drax lost his wife and his daughter. Yeah. Peter lost his GF, and Raccoon probably lost. Or Rocket probably lost his GF too. Damn. Yeah. <sighs> it, I'm really excited for the future of these films. I don't know what they're gonna do with Captain Marvel though. I don't know where you go. Oh, oh, dude. What, what? I don't know if you caught this. What? Namor, the so their Aqu- Marvel Aquaman is going to be in Black Panther 2. Okoye mentions an earthquake under the un- under the ocean. Why would they bring that up? Why would that character bring that up? When was that? When they're all reporting to Black Widow in the office. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah, so wow. he's probably going to be the villain in Black Panther 2. Oh, that's cool. And it kind of it makes sense because... Black Panther 1 is kind of a reflection upon your own society. Black Panther 2, it makes thematic sense to frame one society, that being a Wakanda against another foreign society that they have no idea about. So it'd be really cool to see that clash. Foreign how, society being? Being Atlantis and how T'Challa deals with those outsiders. Atlantis exists in the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. I Yeah, I caught that. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to look too nerdy. <laughs> You know what was really weird? What? Uh, when Captain Marvel was asking Peter Parker. She's like, hey, Peter Parker. Yeah, hand over the Infinity Gauntlet. What? <laughs> That's, yeah. I saw Spider-Man in 2002. Yeah. How far have we come? Exactly. I even turned to you and was like, this is weird. Yeah, that was weird. Dude, Peter Parker, that Spider-Man is cool. But, okay, I have some, I have, I'm confused. What? So there are people that survived the snap that are five years older now. And there are people that did not survive the snap that are the same age. Like who? Like, you know, Scott Lang survived the snap, but he was in the quantum realm. He did not age. But Cassie Lang aged up five years. Yeah. Hawkeye's wife is the same age, but Hawkeye is five years older. But Spider-Man Far From Home comes out in July. Oh, I see what you're saying. What? What's going on? (laughs) What are they going to do with that? Spider-Man didn't age. 
Spider-Man didn't age, but he has classmates that didn't get snapped. They're all the same age from the last movie. So, oh, I see what you're saying. He would have been graduated. Yeah, if he had survived. He did survive. But they all acknowledge... his friend. Yeah, but they all acknowledge the snap, like... Now everyone knows. Like, oh no, they're messing they, up the timeline. They, they, dude, they, they, they screwed up. I don't care about these films anymore. Really? I'm, I'm chilling. I just need to see Guardians of the Galaxy three. I'm chilling. It's gonna be hard to, to move on. I don't know. Like, I'm still curious to see what the rest of these films are gonna be like. You know, so I'll, I'll probably still watch them. No, of course I'm gonna still. Watch. They're fun movies. Yeah. Speaking of which, this summer, I think I sent you guys this like article. Regarding summer movies, but like it looks bleak, dog. Really? There's not that many good movies coming out. Like what's what's coming out? Spider Man is the only one I could recall because I'm oh, not yeah. stoked for Lion King. That looks kind of whack. Oh yeah. Just weird. Why gotta do that? I'll, oh, I'm, dude, I'm gonna when, watch it. When Happy to... Hogan's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you all the cheeseburgers you want," to Tony's daughter, dude, I melted. I think that was improvised. That it, was. It felt very improvised. That was. He's a he's a great actor. Yeah, he's yeah. He's kind of responsible for all of this. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like, I love you 3,000. Yeah, that little girl's that, a great actress, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Tony Stark. Dude, Robert Downey Jr. is adorable as a dad. Yeah. Those scenes are so natural feeling. Like, Oh, speaking of uh, ripping your heart out. Please. I loved um, the whole sequence in the 70s where Tony got to hang out with his father. Dude, that was... And get he that, got closure that way, too. Get, exactly. He got all the closure he needed as a character. Yeah. Across all of these films. And just that validation from his father that he never really had. <laughs> Are you a beatnik, putz? <laughs> <laughs> Captain America watching... Peggy. Peggy through the blinds. Dude, these people have been through so much. Yeah, man. Um, when Thor... So, I think it's fitting that Thor got to talk to his mom, even though she's always been kind of a minor character. That, yeah. That was the first death he really blamed himself for. Because yeah. he lost everyone starting in Thor 2. He lost his girlfriend. He lost Loki. He lost his dad in the third one. And he lost... Oh, wait. He lost Loki in Infinity War. So he's just lost a lot of people, starting with his mom. Right. So it's fitting that he just goes back to his mom and she's like, oh, yeah, don't blame yourself, dog. You're chilling. Dude, that was so touching. Just that heart to heart. That was really beautiful. It's. I feel like his character died in a way, too, because he kind of resigned as the king of new Asgard or whatever that was. He's not. No, he's not the king of Asgard. He's like he's going to find himself as a person. Yeah. Exa- no, I know. I know that that, you know, when he at the end of the movie where he's talking to um, Valkyrie. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I don't want to. You're the new queen of of whatever this I'm ex- is i actually love her i love that character oh, me i think too. she's so great Wait, tessa thompson isn't british right no she just does a really good british accent okay i'm stoked to see this coming of age movie with thor like getting in shape uh yeah <laughs> no i'm i think they're gonna do uh, three more thor films taika waititi pitched thor 4 yeah that'll be really fun or i hope there's a new thor i hope he just i hope thor just resigns and he sings. did in a way yeah being himself he did. He. I feel like that's what happened at the end of the movie, just yeah. in the same way that Captain America did. That's why I'm saying it's. It's kind of like he died. Also, isn't it funny that Thor's first screen time is him being crowned king, and the last time we'll see Thor most likely is him going, "I don't want to be king anymore. I just want to be me." Yeah, <sighs> that's so nice. Uh, um. Oh, okay, so here's up? who we haven't mentioned. This character got a little boned. Got oh, some funny moments, but okay, what? The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I was gonna... <laughs> you even turned over to me and you were like, this is a bit unsettling. Right yeah. in that in the diner scene when we first see Smart Hulk. Yeah, Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I think, the only CG in the movie where I was like, that is CG. 
I, it's I don't buy that. Weird looking. I wish he was just Mark Ruffalo. Me too. After a while, I got used to it, and I bought it. I just I feel like that character has been through so much and has gone through so much pain, and he lost his arm, which was really unsettling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. He didn't get any closure. He just oh, I'm the Hulk now. Do you think he's going to turn back into Mark Ruffalo? And no. he's going to. They're done. And he's done. You think he's going to be what? What do you mean he's done? I don't think he's making any more of those movies. What? They're all done. They've been through all of it, you know? And what's going to happen to him? There was no, like, definitive end for his character. I'm sure he'll come back in cameos, but I think they're just done. Done being so active. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm excited to see Sam Wilson as Captain America. Me too. I'm glad that they didn't, that they changed it up. He has been Captain America before. What? Falcon becomes Captain America. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I didn't know that was a thing in the comics. But it'll be I cool. I thought it was just Bucky. Yeah. Well, Bucky doesn't didn't earn that as a character, I don't think. You know? Mm-hmm. But I'm excited because Sam Wilson is just a normal person. He's not exceptionally strong. He's just a really good guy. Sam Wilson has been there. He's been, th- he's been through it. So has Bucky. I know, but Bucky killed people. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Sam Wilson was a veteran and he hosted veteran support groups. Oh, like, really? Yeah, dude. Didn't oh, you see you're Winter right. Soldier? Yeah, you're right. He's just a good guy. Okay. Kind of right. a weak character, but still. No, but this is this is out. his chance to shine. It's evident that whoever's running Marvel ha- can turn nothing characters into something. True. That sounds like a Frank Ocean lyric. Huh? I don't know. Sam Wilson in the comics was actually a drug addict in Los Angeles. So I think they might go that route after he comes back from the war. Oh, like a prequel type thing? Yeah. Well, if they go into his past. Right. I think that could make him a really interesting character. Yeah. So let's talk about this, some moments. I love when Captain America straps his shield a little tighter. The broken shield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least the main three characters, the main three being Tony Stark, Thor, uh, Thor and uh, Steve Rogers or Captain America. After they had given their all, they still pushed a little further. And I felt like that felt really That's earned hero stuff. Yeah. And human. Dude, Steve Rogers is the, the crowning achievement of these, of these movies. Yeah. I also love when Doctor Strange... Right before, it's right like, before Tony sacrifices himself, he just goes. He just puts up his index finger and signals a one. And then Tony's like, oh, yeah, "This is it. This I is have it. to die." Oh man, I love the scene between um, the ancient one, the ancient one, and Hulk. Man, the ancient one's a really good character too. Yeah, and that was a great way of explaining the whole timeline. It's a really unique way of traveling through time, too. I've never seen that in a film. They usually no. stick to Back to the Future roles. I love that Tony Stark has invented both a new element and time travel. Yeah. Sal really liked it. Sal Gomez, he texted me. That's great. I like when he likes things. <laughs> me, too. I don't know. The moment where he invented time travel was cool because when he told Pepper, you could tell they were both horrified. Yeah. But really happy at the same time. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, they nailed Tony Stark's character. They did. Oh, one thing I didn't like is that Stone- Tony Stark's funeral... Every character's wearing black, but just black versions of their costumes. Really? Like, to- Star-Lord is wearing the Star-Lord outfit, but it's all black. black. What's wrong with that? Just weird. I feel like it'd be weirder to see him in a suit. Yeah. I also like that inclusion of the little kid from Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did catch that, actually. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, because he's much older now. He's not so cute anymore. Wait, isn't Morgan supposed to be Iron Man? Yeah, she's going to be Iron Man Iron, later. Iron they were Woman. planting the seeds. Right, yeah. Because um, that's what happens in the comics, right? Riri Williams becomes Ironheart. Oh, what, then what's Morgan? Morgan becomes Iron Man. They're, dude, they don't care anymore. Yeah. They'll do whatever. Yeah. Um, you know who I am stoked to see in the MCU? Who? Probably within the next decade. Oh. Miles Morales. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they... Because yeah, they're they, going to kill Peter Parker at some point. Because Peter Parker is going to become the new Iron Man or, or the flagship character. Uh, Miles Morales, that IP 
proved to be very popular and successful. Mm-hmm. So of course they're going to incorporate it. They're going to do their own version of Spider Verse, probably like the passing of the torch from Peter to Miles. I just don't. I don't want to see the live action of Into the Spider Verse. No, they wouldn't dare do yeah. that. That movie's genius, though. Yeah, that, it, it works perfectly as an animated movie. 100%. Dude, I don't know. I'm stoked for the future of these films, but I'm outgrowing them all the same. This is an end, I'd say, for our fandom that started 10 years ago, which is like a very impressionable, informative uh, age for us. Yeah. Uh, which is what, like 12 11. years old? 11. I like. I watch one of those recap videos before Endgame. going into the screening, and uh, I felt like I was 12 years old again. I felt like a child in that film. Yeah, same here. Dude, I miss being young. I still feel pretty young. I do, No, I do too, but like I miss... When we were going through all those old films, I was just putting myself in the mindset that I was when yeah. we saw them the first time. And I was just like... Damn. How the hell did we get here? It, especially because we've changed so much. Dude, if anyone here has changed, it's <laughs> you, but then it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like most humans change the most around this age. Yeah, you know? definitely. So. I don't know. I feel like we're done changing so dramatically at this at this age. I feel like I got one more explosion to change in me. Really? Yeah. All right. It was really cool seeing the main three. Take on uh, Thanos. Take, yeah. That was that was awesome. Um, it was really cool <laughs> when oh, you know what? I've never I've never cried tears of joy during an action sequence before. Yeah. That was unreal. Dude, I love that it was at the Avengers compound, too. No one would have thought. Like, it was yeah. just on home base. I don't yeah. think episode nine will have that level of catharsis. I don't think so, either. That's that's the that's the perfect word for it. It was cathartic. Three hours and one minute of straight-up catharsis. I think why you and I were so emotional was because it aligned perfectly with the time where we're ex- experiencing a huge ending in our lives. This chapter of coming of age and trying to find ourselves. I'd say so. And because we align ourselves so intensely with popular culture. And specifically these movies. Yeah. No, that, these movies are a cornerstone of this show. Yeah. Dude, this show is ending too. Yeah. Sad. This is the second to last episode. Sad. Endings are part of the journey. Facts. The journey is not worth it if you don't have an ending. Exactly. There are a lot of things that are ending that I'm stoked about too. Like right. I'm stoked to not feel this pressure as a college student to just enjoy things all the time. I'm stoked to not be in school. And homework. No yeah. homework ever <laughs> again. <laughs> Um, I'd been fiending for a really good cry. Yeah. And I finally got that good cry. It was I was like, weeping at the end of that film. I know. I was there. That I was, 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 was low-key embarrassing. No, dude. I was also crying, but I'd, I'm a pretty quiet crier. So I, I don't know. If I you're... usually am too, dog. <laughs> People were staring. <laughs> that was not good. Tony's death and just that whole moment in that movie. It's like s- someone stabbed us with a knife but you know how the most painful part of a stabbing is, is when they pull it out. And they didn't pull it out until Cap was dancing with Peggy. It was, it's masterful. It's a masterpiece. Um, Christopher Marklet, Marcus and is, is Chris McFeely or whatever. Those, did those they write? Writers. They wrote Civil War, Winter Soldier, and Infinity, Infinity War, War, and this film. Wow. I like the character of Wong. I think he's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel like during that battle scene... All those characters got some sort of moment. I love Wasp and Ant-Man together. This was the film that I actually feel like their partnership was established. Like these people respect yeah. each other. They trust each other. They kick ass together. And then, <sighs> and then, of course, the money shot when it pans in on Captain America and he, uh, and he grabs, he the, grabs hammer. the hammer and he says the magic words. Oh, you know what's something that um, my friend Chris told me? He was he pointed out how like Loki just took the. It's for the show. 
and what happens in that timeline? Do you think that'll be... That's the TV show. That's for the TV yeah. show. All right. Nice. I thought the TV show was a prequel. Eat it. Then I told them... Eat the slop, pig. <laughs> Consume. Don't look away. I'm glad we got this. I'm also glad... Last year, when we watched Infinity War, a lot of people were clowning on us because we like these movies. Right. I don't care. This year now, like, I don't care. Like, I like that we like these movies. I like liking things. Me too, man. I think it just, it marks a big change in us. Like, since the last movie came out, there's been a huge change, I feel like. In what? In just how we act, our friendship. um, Oh, you, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, oh, okay. Because we haven't fought in months. (laughs) Yeah, our marriage has really improved. Dude, definitely. No one else is going to like this movie. If you don't like these movies now, this is not for you. No, this is as good as it gets, I'd say. It's as I good as it gets. I don't think it's too early to say that this is the peak of this monster of a franchise. I agree. I don't know, dude. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know. I want to see the MCU version of the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. I got a confession. What? I'm over the X-Men completely. Really? I'm... Unless unless they do a new team, like they do a Scott Summers-led classic X-Men set in present day, then then I don't want to see anything else. I want to see a gay Iceman. I want to see an immigrant African immigrant storm. I want to see Jean, a nice, sweet Jean Grey. I want to see Scott Summers being a good-ass guy. Classic X-Men stuff. Because these new X-Men films have been whack for like five years. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I'm excited to see that. I feel like the MCU can't get them wrong, or they could, but I don't know. I just feel like they've proved themselves worthy of handling this IP. Nice. Thank you. I feel like uh, I'm really stoked to see their Fantastic Four. That's what. Yeah, I was. Fantastic also gonna say Four that. have been done dirty. Dirty facts. I'm excited to see Spider-Man. I'm excited to see Norman Osborn. I'm excited to see mm. where they go because they're trying to cast Norman Osborn right now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think they wanted Matthew McConaughey for it. That would be really cool. I forget how movies can be, how good they can be. This dude, a good movie experience will change your entire entire life. I've said everything I feel I need to say about this movie, at least for now. I think I have too. I need to brew on it. Um, but I'm excited to see T'Challa, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man. I want to see what they do. I want to see what this goes. I'm not going to watch it. Probably just, I'll be less involved, but I'm still going to be curious. Same here. Yeah. All right. I'd All right, say... Man. That was a little scatter, scatter, scatterbrain mess, but it was a fun mess. Yeah. It was a fun mess. We're going to go watch this again. Let's go watch it again. It's in, dude, that's in three and a half hours. I'm stoked. Me too. All right. Let's go. Let's go get ready. I need to brush my teeth. Yeah. I need to take a shower. For sure. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Gatekeeping on KUSF.